offering, this was an actual visitation to hell. And um, God, I believe that God wanted me to see another compartment of hell. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And in this compartment, it was cave-like. And for those who are dreamers, you know when it's heaven and you know when it's hell. I knew it was hell because the fact that I was there for a length of time and I had a chance to actually, just like I'm sitting in my room and I see everything around me when I was there in this compartment. I saw everything. It was vivid. It was just like as if I'm sitting here in my room, looking around, panning, viewing everything that's in my room. And I know it's real. I could touch it. And I know it's real. This is the way this visitation was. Um, And the only reason why I said dream was because I was in the bed. And the event happened while I was in the bed, but I awoke out of the dream because it was very um, scary and it was very sobering. And y'all, when I tell you this particular compartment, um, I wanted to tell myself I was dreaming, but I wasn't dreaming. I was there. For those who have had, you know, God allowed you to visit hell or visit heaven, you know what I'm talking about. But to those who are newcomers to my channel, please remember to like, subscribe, and share. And I've got other videos you can look at too, but God has given me um, opportunities. And I'm not, I'm not saying opportunity like this is some great thing to do, but I believe there's some of us who are assigned to see heaven and to see hell. Um, God has allowed me to see hell more than heaven. I, I can count on my hand how many times I've seen some heavenly things on my hand. Um, I lose fingers. I, I not, not necessarily I lose fingers. I mean, I, I've had visitations on more than one occasion uh, concerning hell. Anyway, um, this was a compartment. This was a compartment with people who had hate in their heart and they had murder in their heart. So, but God allowed me to be like one of the people there in these compartments. And when I say be like, meaning I took on the nature of a hateful, murdering person in hell. It was against my will, but it's like God allowed me to go through what someone 
who is, while they were on earth, they didn't physically murder anybody, but they was a murderer in their heart. They was hateful and they was mean. Hateful, mean, and a murderer. And God allowed me to take on that nature. Uh, and when I say allowed, meaning that once a person gets to hell, however you lived on earth, you're going to be that same person in hell, but except hell is going to take over your nature. And you're going to be this person throughout eternity. And um, you're going to want to get out, but there's no escape. So let me set the scene for you. Okay, I'm gonna set. I'm gonna set the scene for you. So, when I got there, I'm gonna try to explain this the best way I can. When I got there, it's like I'm not gonna say I was dropped into it, but it's like it's like I was transferred into another realm. I. It's like I was no longer here on top of the earth. I knew I was inside of a cave. I was no longer on top of the earth. I just knew it by revelation knowledge. It's something that you can't explain. You just know what you know by revelation knowledge. When we step over into the spirit realm, whether it's heaven or it's hell, it's like you're automatically given a sense of a revelation knowledge, whether Either, either or, whether you're in hell or whether you're in heaven, and you just know what you know during your visitation and after you come out of your visitation. So I was in a cave. And so I saw this white guy and I saw this Indian guy. This this is what I can recall. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you as best I can recall it. We were in a cave. The cave was almost set up like it was like somebody tried to uh, uh decorate a cave uh like as if it was a, inside of a, a room but you could see clay and you could see all around you that that it was a cave but they had some parts of it dressed up like as if it might like he was in a room but actually it was a deception because when you get there in this compartment it gives you the illusion like as if maybe you can get out of here when you get there an illusion trying to make you feel homely but it's it, it's not a homely feeling it it just gives the illusion like as soon as you get there it it is it's a lie the whole scene is a lie because it's a compartment in hell that's the best way i could say it so when I got there, it's like God allowed me to have panoramic view. I could see everything around me, okay? Um, in my panoramic view, God gave me the ability to observe, but at the same time, I had taken on like a, a body for me. It was a, a supernatural body that never dies. I knew this by revelation knowledge. But at the same time, for those who are dreamers, you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like I, I was I was an observer, but at the same time, I was inside the person's body. 
I was allowed to feel the nature of a hateful person. Uh, I, I was allowed to feel a feeling of a murderer. I was allowed to feel the feeling of just hate, hate, murder. And I, I said another term, what hate, murder, um, it, 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 it's, 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 I took on the nature. It's like whenever a sinner dies, um, as far as how you're chosen, what, what sins are chosen, what place or compartment you take it to in hell is determined. I don't know how it's chosen, but what's chosen is what type of person you live the majority of your nature. Like if you was just a murderer at heart. You might have done other sins, but you would put in a compartment whatever sin you did the most, whatever sin that was your idol, that was, you know, that you was okay about and, and, and you felt you was all right when you died, but you ain't realized the the idol that you held in your heart, that's the compartment you're going to be in. So anyway... While there, I knew I was in this, 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 this cave. Oh, y'all, I'm trying to explain it. I, I was in this cave and I saw this white guy and this Indian guy. They were trying to be nice. They, they seemed like they had just got there just like I did. And all of a sudden they turned. I don't know if you ever seen like zombie movies, but except they turned, they had sharp teeth and they, they had sharp teeth. And all of a sudden they turned on me. It's like a part of them didn't want to, but they couldn't help it. And what they did, one of the guys came at me and he chopped my arm down to the bone. And what happened is when you're there, it's like murder is unleashed in you. Whatever your nature was like, it was released and you became like a, like this evil murderous demon. It's like you took on the nature of hell. You had a shown off demonic nature. It's like when you hear on the earth and while you're thinking that, you know, when people make you angry and, but there are some people that they're murderers actually in their heart, even if they don't touch you. The Bible says if you hate your brother, that you don't have eternal life. Excuse me, y'all, one second. I'm going to turn my fan on. I'm just turning the fan on. I got kind of warm. So when you hate your brother, the Bible says that you don't have eternal life. And so just hate alone, hate. It's just like murder. And you hate your brother. The Bible says you don't have eternal life. Hate. Bitterness. It's equivalent to murder. So I was, I was in shock because I began to fight back the guy who was chopping my arm down to the bone. Both of them attacked me. But it's like God didn't allow me to feel the total impact 
of everything they were doing to me. But they were cutting me and they were fighting. I mean, we were fighting at each other, y'all. I felt like this felt like a real fight. I've, I've been in a fight before. And it felt like I was there and I was actually fighting them. But weapons appeared in our hand and we were cutting each other and slicing each other. And neither one of us backed down. We fought with all of our might. We had hate. We had bitterness. We had meanness. We had murder in our heart. And then all of a sudden, this is what held up. This is the, the part of compartment of hell that I was in. It's like you couldn't stop what you're doing. It's like a part, a part of you that was sane, it's like you have a minute to think this is crazy. What's going on? What's happening? It's like all of us was in shock. And it's like somebody turned up a dial of murder, hate, meanness, and bitterness. And we fought each other, y'all. It was like demons and devils fighting each other. And you took on the nature. And all of a sudden, we stopped. We come to ourselves for a second. And then before you know it, we turn evil, our whole face, we, we turn evil and teeth. We turn mean. And then we start fighting each other like demons and devils, fighting each other like demons and devils. This went on and on, y'all. Um, it felt like it went on for a length of time. It'll stop and repeat, stop and repeat. It, I don't know for those who remember the movie Groundhog's Day where Bill Murray, uh, Bill Murray was in it. And it's like each time they have a day, then all of a sudden uh, he'll stop at a certain point in that day. And then the day would end and then he'll start back where he where he left off on that same day. Well, this is the way it felt. It kept repeating and repeating and repeating. So then it stopped. We stopped fighting long enough for us to look. The cave was was it wasn't that big. But I could see on my right side in the cave. All of a sudden, there was about maybe eight or ten people of all different nationalities coming down these set of stairs. And I wanted to warn them and say, no, go back, go back. But before I could warn them, it, it's like there was an unseen force that captured my voice and would not let me speak to warn them. It really wouldn't have did any good because what happened is this was a compartment where people who were murderers in their heart came and this is where you you would be assigned until you were until you would be cast into the lake of fire. See, according to the Bible, there's a hell. Then the Bible said there's a second death and hell gonna be cast into the lake of fire. But this was a temporary holding place until every soul that hates God or that didn't accept Christ as their personal savior. Wherever God assigned you, wherever your sin was, you're assigned to a particular compartment in hell. And you that's your holding spot until hell is cast into a lake of fire. Of course, the judgment, then the lake of fire, which is called the second death. So anyway, these people were coming down and I wanted to warn them. And it's like an unseen force captured my vocal cords, my voice. I couldn't say nothing. I had no power over uh over, over over my voice and as they were coming down 
this looked like this could have been people who would have died like at the same time and they entered um they 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 entered hell at the same time they died at the same time and entered at the same time and they looked like they could have either been some anthropologists or some archaeologists when they came down into the cave they were looking around in awe like you know like wow looking at the cave in awe but you could tell they they was like what happened like it's interesting to look but why are we here and i wanted to warn them because me and these other two guys you know when that when when, when hell will come upon us when that feeling of murder will come upon us you know we i knew we was gonna turn it's almost like as if we turn into like like vampires or zombies or something so then when they were coming they were smiling and cheesing because they didn't know what they was coming into and um when they came closer and i wanted to warn them all of a sudden i turned into this hateful mean evil person and we jumped them as soon as we jumped them bit them cut them and all of a sudden their nature turned as well and so before you know it all of us was just cutting each other dismemberment biting each other eating on each other's flesh and just doing all types of evil hateful just hateful just mean and we do this over and over. And then I saw myself on a couple of occasions say, Lord, no, not again. I can't do this. I can't. I can't take this anymore. Because it kept repeating and repeating. And I knew that this would be an eternal uh, 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 thing that would happen. It wouldn't stop. I'm like, I'm done. I'm lost forever. So y'all, after this happened, after this happened, I woke, but I felt like I was, I woke while I was in the, in the midst of fighting. When I woke up and I was apparently, uh, if either I was placed back in my body or either I just, cause I'm, my body, I, my, apparently my body wasn't there, but my supernatural body was there in hell. But I woke up, and y'all, I tell you, my body, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to drink a little water. My body felt, and my hands felt like I had literally been fighting. My my muscles were sore. Well, I'm, I'm going to say they felt like they had been used. And it felt like it's so real. Uh, when I realized I wouldn't, I wasn't there anymore. God had pulled me out of it, but my mind was still there, and I couldn't believe that I was back. I was back in 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 my body, so so to speak. And it's like I felt like my my mind was still there, but my but God had placed me back inside of my body. But it felt like y'all, it was so real. I don't know whether if y'all had saw. Uh, when you get a chance, look up 23 Minutes in Hell by Bill Weiss and look up Mary Kay Baxter. Uh, she wrote the book Revelation of Hell. And uh, these people experience hell. Y'all, it's got plenty of people that God has allowed them uh, a visit. 
to go there so that way they can experience hell, come back and tell people this place is real. And so when I came back, I felt like Bill Weiss did. He was 23 minutes in hell. And while he was there, after the 23 minutes was up, God had pulled him back, back into his body. And, um, but he was still screaming. When I came back from it, I was, I was, I was, y'all felt terrified. I felt like this was my end. This was going to be my lot to be there in hell. Uh, fighting for my life, fighting and fighting for, for my life over and over. And it's like you allow, you allow just a split second. And it's, it's not relief. The split second that you allowed is not release. It's just, it's almost like a teaser. Like you stop and then all of a sudden you turn evil again. But it's like this evil and murdering person that you are, it does something to your body while you're you're demonic. It, it you're exhausted and you're fighting and you're fighting. And I'm glad God didn't allow me to feel the actual pain of, of cutting my flesh or uh, of the person trying to tear me up and, and we biting and we fighting each other. God didn't allow me, but, but I had the fear. I had the trauma. I had the repeat, you know, and it was, it was traumatic. And so when I came back from it, I, I prayed, I actually felt like a murderer. I actually felt like a hateful person. I actually felt like I was just mean as hell. And but but it wasn't no good feeling. It was a tormenting, it was a, a dark, uh um, it was a darkness inside that was wasn't in fire. This particular part, there wasn't no fire, you know, because I've I've had, you know, dreams, you know, to where um I've seen certain things. I've seen the lake of fire before. And before it would get too far, God would take me out because he didn't allow me to get so traumatized. Because I believe if God would, if his hands wasn't upon me, I would feel traumatized. I would probably lose my mind coming out of a visitation like that. But God is merciful. And thank God, for those who give that assignment to, he don't allow you to lose your mind because if he don't touch you, that's the way you feel. You feel like, you feel like this is it. And so I prayed and asked God to take the feeling of that eternal feeling off of me. Cause that's what I felt. I felt hopeless. I felt like I wasn't going to be forgiven and that this was my lot. This, this, this is who I was on earth and this is my lot. This is my, my punishment. The judgment is set. This was it. And so after I had went through this and I came up on my dream, cause I felt like it took me a while to actually feel like I was, I wasn't there anymore. And I was just in fear. I was like, Lord, please forgive me for murder, for hate. It made me go deeper within myself, deeper in the crevices of my heart. And as God, I said, Father, if there's anything in me that that is that is hateful, mean, and murderous, I say, please forgive me. I say, let your blood cover me and wash me white as snow. Even after I said that, I still I still didn't feel freedom. I felt like I had all those fear 
all those feelings from hell still inside of me. And it's like I had to press out of it. I had to actually confess God's word and actually believe it by faith that that I that that I'm no longer in that that realm of reality of hell and that cave in hell anymore, y'all. It it was it was fearful. It was uh I thought this was it. I, I thought this was my lot. And at the same time I was allowed to observe everything, even during me fighting and feeling demonic and, and murderous and evil. It's like I had an out-of-body experience looking at myself being mean as hell. I tell you what it, it reminds me of. Um, and if there's anybody Caucasian watching my um this video, um it's nothing personal against you. If you've accepted Christ as your personal savior, you're safe. But I'm gonna say this this compartment of hell remind me of people who are prejudiced and hateful and I've, uh, 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 and that they had such hate you know how caucasians killed slaves and hung slaves and and lynched the it was a evil on that level but in hell is worse but it was an evil that remind you of the hatefulness of prejudice that you hate people so bad to where you want to kill them, you want to rip their flesh, you want to do everything, anything that you could do, you'll do it. And 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 there's no limitations as to what you do there. Um, God was so kind and merciful to me, to where He didn't allow me to. I didn't see blood and guts. It's like you have a supernatural body. Your your body don't bleed. But you feel the pain. And God didn't allow me to feel the impact of, 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 of cutting my flesh. But imagine if God had allowed me, y'all. I, I was already traumatized coming out of it. But imagine if God had allowed me to just feel those slices, those cuts and dismemberments. And God kind of took away just a little bit of my memory, I believe, to preserve what I, to preserve my mind from feeling the total impact because it was devastating to me. So anyway, I just wanted to give that example of the hatefulness. It was like prejudiced people against black people. You know, it's, it's kind of like a, it was, it's a level of hate. Even though the people that I saw earlier that came down the stairs looked like they had just died and been deposited in hell, it was more than one nationality of people. So... But after I had this dream, I said, Lord, what does this mean? And at first I was going to set this dream on the shelf, but it felt so real. I felt the Spirit of the Lord telling me, Chanel, I want you to record this dream. There's some people out there that need to know about this here. And at first I was going to put it off and put it off. I say, you know, it, it, it wouldn't that I didn't want to tell it. I was... One day I said, Lord, should I, should I say anything? And I felt a leading to record this because somebody's going to get this. There are some people out there you're dealing with hate. You may have not killed anyone with your bare hands, but you have a deep 
deep-seated hate in your heart. You mean as hell. You hateful. You prejudice. And, and prejudice, it ain't just for white people. You know what I'm saying? It could be for any nationality. You, 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 you have a deep-seated hate, bitterness, meanness, jealousy. All of this here, the Bible likens hate unto the word murder. And that's strong. And the Bible says that you will not have eternal life. I've heard some people say that I'll never forgive. I'm going to hate this person. I'll never forgive them for what they've done. I'm going to speak from a heart of compassion and say, I understand. Depending on what's been done to you, I understand. Even God understands your hate. But there comes a point where you have to take that to the Father and talk to Him and ask Him for a supernatural strength to help you get delivered from hatefulness and bitterness in your heart. There's a place for people who think it in their mind and it seeps down to their heart. If you don't ask God to forgive you and to forgive those who have done such hate, and I understand y'all, I understand. And then there are people, they're okay with their hatefulness. They feel justified in the hate. And to all my white people, I ain't gonna say mine. I'm gonna say to all you white people, you are not going to heaven with hate, bigotry, supremacy in your heart. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. You're going to be deposited in hell and you're going to be tormented and punished for the rest of your life if you remain hateful in your heart. See, some of you, you may have not killed a black person, but you nasty. You have hate in your heart. You got murder in your heart. Every time you look at a black person, you just think of lynching and killing and you think of these things and you feel okay with yourself. This could be any other nationality. You, 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 you so mean. And you all right with it. Well, this just the way I am. This just the way I am. That's a negative attitude to have about life. There's going to come a time where Jesus will say the judgment is set. And there's no deliverance. And you open your, and when you die, you think you all right. And you open your eyes in hell. I'm going to get ready to end this. And I just felt led to tell it. And I did. Out of obedience. But check your heart. Every, every nationality. Check your heart. Don't die with, well, this just the way I am. I'm just, I'm mean and I'm all right. Or my parents were Irish and I, and they, and, they, and I inherited it. No, what you inherited is a one-way ticket to hell. Ask God to cleanse your heart. Y'all don't want to go there. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you don't want to go. But what God has showed me, that there will be people 
that they will not heed the warning. They will not. Many people will go to hell with hate in their heart, murder in their heart, and they fine with it. Because all of us who was deposited in that cave in hell, we were wondering how we got there. God allowed me to feel the heart of a hateful person. He allowed me to feel the heart of a murdered person. And believe it or not, I didn't see no demons. You know why? Because we were the demons. We became like the demons. It's like it's like hell had the power over our nature now. We had we had the ability to forgive while we was on earth and to and to change our ways. But when you go to hell, there's no change in your ways. All who you are and what you were before you died, and when you died in that state of mind, that's what you perform over and over and over again. If you was hateful, if you were a murderer, you were mean, jealous, envy, you're going to be all of that. And your whole body is going to turn demonic. And you're going to feel tormented. And it's going to be an eternal feeling. And you're going to, you, you can't, there's no escape. So I just felt like by the spirit of God, I had to deliver this dream. And to anybody who's out there, if you feel that the spirit of God is convicting your heart. I see some of us, you know, we, we think, well, I, I've been born again ever since I was five. That don't mean nothing. You have to work out your soul salvation. And if you aren't saved, but you're a hateful person, now is the day of salvation. Choose whom you're gonna choose whom you're gonna serve. Let it be Jesus. It will behoove all of us to think that there's a God to fear and a hell to shun. But I'm saying this out of love because it's not God's will that any of us perish. But there, I know there's going to be some people that are just not going to listen. They're going to look at this video and say, this lady crazy. She lying like the rest of them. They got all these videos out there talking about hell and these visitations. It ain't, I don't believe that. Okay. Die. And try to come back and tell me whether if I'm lying or telling the truth. But I just wanted to share this with y'all. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Just want to let you know I love y'all. Accept Christ as your personal Savior. Now is the day of salvation. Choose whom you're going to serve. And if you're serious about this here, ask Christ to come into your life. And to help you change your negative attitude. To get rid of prejudice. To get rid of hate. Mean. Jealousy and envy. Strife. Ask God to come into your heart and to cleanse you of all hatefulness and evilness. Well, I love y'all. I just wanted to share that dream with you. Hopefully, it provokes you to dig deep in your heart and ask the Lord, Father, if there's anything in me that's not like you, take it away from me. And tell him, say, I don't want to go to hell. Some of you who think you're all right, you're in for a rude awakening. This dream, not, this was no dream. This was a visitation. And it's real, y'all. Hell is real. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. 
Just want to let you know that I love y'all. To y'all who accept Christ as your personal Savior, I'll see you on the other side. God bless you.